Everything's under control. Situation normal. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Florida Man Plays X-Wing. I am your host, as always, Steve Sesnick, and I am joined this evening by Dominic DiCarlo again. He's coming back for a second week in a row. So welcome back, Dominic. Hey, guys. How's it going, man? Excellent. And uh, we are also joined this evening by a very special guest, Uncle Mark Tippett, in the house from uh, the former OCX radio podcast and, you know, just bringing joy into everybody's lives at tournaments. Uncle Mark, how you doing? Good morning, X-Wing. This is not a test. This is... Wait a minute. Oh, wait. <laughs> just... Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. It's, it's like, it, it's just a reaction, right? It just comes out. Yeah. Yeah. But I never did get it right, so whatever. <laughs> and I don't think Coach ever got it right. <laughs> I'm, I think he was 0 for 113. Yeah, yeah. I think he said it slightly differently almost every time. <laughs> But, you know, we always try to stay on topic. Uh, I mean, oh, there I go again. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so so how you been doing, Uncle Mark? Uh, you know, I know you haven't you haven't been podcasting lately, but, uh, you know, I wanted to have you have you on for sure. Just because I'm, I'm, I got to meet you at Worlds and uh, it was just you now just have a blast talking to you. So I thought it'd be just awesome to have you on the podcast. So how, how you been doing? I've been so lonely. Lonely. <laughs> I'm doing, I'm doing all right. Uh, it's, uh, I kind of missed the, the frenetic pace that we had going, but, uh, uh hell I'm old. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's been a nice time off, but I, I miss getting together with people and chit chatting about some of my favorite things. Uh, X-Wing being one of them. Yeah. Uh, and myself being the other. <laughs> <laughs> great, all, all great topics. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and yes meeting meeting you at worlds was was fun we should have hung out more but uh you know at worlds it's worlds yeah it was uh it was kind of like it was just it was <laughs> it's so frantic you know there's there's people are kind of just everywhere and you're just you know uh, and you had it was kind of cool because you know you had the one street with the bars on it and <laughs> you you pick a bar basically and you run into a group of x-wing guys and so we would kind of pick a bar or run into a group of x-wing guys and hang out with them and then move on to another bar and run into another group and it was it was just but, it was very um organic i guess but it but, was uh but it was a ton why, of fun. Was, why were every bars filled with canadians oh just the, the, the <laughs> they were just everywhere i mean the canadian the canadians were in all were filling all the bars and they brought the bars with them um so <laughs> I, I know I, have, I got I got topped off uh, a couple times by the Canadians. <laughs> I still have that stuff in my backpack. Oh God! <laughs> God. Yeah, they they had uh, what was it the Crown Royal and the vodka yes. little mini mini bottles all over the place. That was amazing. And I, and I found random bottles of Fireball. Oh jeez. <laughs> I was like, I don't know where you came from, but welcome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> welcome. So, um, all right, well. We're going to talk a little bit tonight about um, some of the store champs. Store champs have been happening, so um, we finally kind of had some uh, happen over the last couple of weekends. I think kits started arriving in stores towards the end of January, so they, you know, they've been getting scheduled and whatnot. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, um, and then uh, yeah, I also want to talk about a little bit about the uh, the Asmodee parts uh, policy change issue, which was. A little strange we'll probably talk about it in the second half and which is another step in the wrong direction but yeah another step I, in the, what do i know 
Yeah, right. I don't know what they're doing over there, but I mean, it's obviously it's it seems like it may be kind of corporate America at its uh, at its at its finest with uh, heavy air Europe, quotes. One or the other. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, so, yeah. So anyways, uh, store championships, um, I guess uh, <laughs> the, the first and most um, kind of interesting thing out of the out of the weekend uh, for store champs was. Uh, Ryan Farmer winning a store champ with uh, with as it's been dubbed Farmer's Fireballs. So um, just a, a list of uh, seven. Or I think it was. Is it six fireballs in uh, it's, like uh, six? Yeah, it's six fireballs and Rose Tico. So, <laughs> um, you know, there's been a lot. There's been a, a, a lot of talk about this one as far as like, you know, how good is it? Can it be good? Can and, uh, you know, obviously it's. It's now won a store champ, at least. So that's something. Well, this TMZ reporter has an inside scoop that all of his opponents conceded. Oh, okay. <laughs> they just, they just, is that why his MOV is so high? <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking so. I'm, I'm thinking so. <laughs> but I, I can't, I can't divulge, divulge my sources. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> he, he, he just, did he pay them all off with the, with the dirty internet money because he, he just didn't want to go so long well, with a store champ? that's how he bought all, all those fireballs. I don't want to spend yeah. 120 bucks on fireballs. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> so, yeah, just, you know, didn't want to, he didn't want to go as long in 2.0 without a store champ as he did in 1.0, I guess. So. <laughs> I, uh, I've never won one, so whatever. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? Whatever. It's fun. We're just, we're just here to play X-Wing, right? And abuse one another. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so Dominic, what do you think about the fireball in general, just as a chassis? Um, you know, I know it's 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 definitely it's different than kind of anything else out there, uh, primarily with that slam action. But uh, what do you think about it now after kind of seeing it have some success? So, to be completely honest, and I think I said this last time, <clears throat> I have not yet done my due diligence and got out and bought, gone out and bought one. Uh, yeah. So everything I have to say is baseless speculation, uh, but well, that's, that's the best kind. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just, just you know, as long as we have that caveat, um, you know, I I think they're they're really interesting, right? I have to say that the most interesting thing to me about the fireball, right? I think Dobby's and Dobby's and Farmers lift, right, is the fact that your your base fireball is only twenty six. That seems that number jumps out at me at least. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, you know, you're looking at a chip that's, you know, if we're comparing it to, I mean, what else would you compare it to, right? What would what would be the closest uh, analogous ship? Um, to, I still, go ahead. I just, I still think the closest analogy to it is probably the V19. That sounds right to me. Yeah, I was about to mention that. Yeah, you're, you're exactly. You're, you're agility, firepower are the same, and you're effectively starting with five hole, and it's five hole, right? Yeah. Um, right. And so that maybe actually goes against my point, but, you know, uh, the this, this Scrub V19, although, of course, it's not playable in hyperspace, so that's another conversation, Yeah. Uh, is uh, 25 <laughs> points. Um, so it's one more point, uh, but as you mentioned, you get the slam action. Yeah. Um, uh, I, you know, other than that, I, it's hard to, you know, I don't know. I don't know what it has going for it other than, than slam and, and, uh, you know, yeah. 
I, I mean, I think slam is a big. So essentially, you're paying one point over V19 for a slam action. Is kind of where it sits right now. So, you, like you said, like it basically has the same stat line. Um, it has similar actions otherwise, except it doesn't have a linked action like the uh, like the V19. But I think having the slam action um, plus the explosion with wings ship ability on top is a is a is a great bonus. Um, and also, it is kind of interesting because it sits in that at 26 points because you can't run eight. Um, it kind of opens some room for for play in the squads. So as opposed to just running like the Focho, you know, like just eight of of something. Um, you see, like like Farmer has with his list here. It's the uh, you got Kazuto in there as well with an R5 Astromech and and Rose Tico. So you got you kind of have a you have a seven ship swarm with a little bit of very variance to it. Um, not quite as uh, just generic across the board, um, but yeah, I think I think you're getting a lot of value for that extra point over the V19, right? With just 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 because of the slam action, we you know we know how good the slam action can be as far as just getting away from things. So when you get to that point in the game where something needs to run away to save points, um, or it's really great for just resetting. Um, so sometimes, a lot of times, you know, you're gonna do a K turn to kind of just turn around and. But maybe as opposed to doing a K turn, you just do a couple of three banks and get out of the fight for a minute, and then you can turn back into it. So it it gives you some great options um, having that slam out there, and it, it makes it a much more maneuverable and much faster ship than you would expect it to be. Yeah, and maybe a better way to think about it is instead of comparing to other factions, right? Just within resistance, um, you know, your cheapest generic before because you don't have any generics in the pods, right? Yeah. Um, your cheapest generic before was basically an RZ2, um, but that's 32 points naked. And then if you want to throw on heroic and uh, advanced optics, you're up to 37 points. So that's a that's a significant list building adjustment, obviously. Yeah, Uncle Mark, you got any uh, you got any thoughts about this here fireball? Um, I have one. It's still in the box. It's still um, yeah. <laughs> but yep. I, you know, I look at it and you would think it would be something that would draw me into it because it's, it's, uh, slow, slow and, and, uh, it takes a great deal of effort to get around. I've been, I've been a firm believer in, you know, stress is my life. (laughs) (laughs) It's, you know, oh, well, if you do that maneuver, you're going to have to spurt stress. So. (laughs) <laughs> you're, you're in range one. I get three dice. I don't care. Um, uh, I just don't. I'm, I'm just. Uh, I played a game called Crimson Skies, and and there was a, a model that is very similar to this, that was in that game. I didn't like that model then either. <laughs> so so I mean, I, it doesn't have a, an aesthetic feel for me. Yeah, I don't know the ship. In the in the Star Wars universe, I don't know what part it played. I don't know if it's a actually just a one-off ship or if it is really truly a fleet. That, yeah, you know. that is kind of the weird thing about it. So it's from the the Resistance cartoon show, um, which is a is actually it's it's actually kind of sad to say because the Star Wars cartoon shows have been historically so good. It's it's a really bad show, oh, <laughs> and okay. um, and the ship itself is kind of a one-off. So in the show, at least, there's only one of them, you know, and, See, and Ka- the, the, Kaz is the main pilot. 
this is this is one of my pet peeves. Maybe I should save this for Uncle Mark later on. No, <laughs> we'll do it now. All right, no, go One for of it. my pet peeves, peeves with, with the game is that, yes, there's a Millennium Falcon. How many YT-1300s have we seen in any of the movies? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, know. you see you see that one in the background in, like, Attack of the Clones, I think, and, and, and on Coruscant, but... The, but the lore is is that, that is actually the Falcon. Falcon. Do we know that for sure or not? Yeah, I don't know. See, I, okay, you know th that sounds like my son right there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you know, I remember playing against you know two Millennium Falcons, three, you know, the two YT thirteen hundreds, three if they could squeeze it on the board, and I'm like, no, this never happened. Why yeah. is this happening now? I can see thirty seven thousand you know Tie Fighters. Yeah. And X-Wings, I've seen those. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the movie Flyboys. Uh, it was a, a World War I movie uh, about uh, Americans going over and, and joining the, uh, the French squadrons. Yeah, yeah. And literally that movie, they had to have flown every single, single Fokker DR-1 triplanes that were ever created. <laughs> had to have been de de depicted that movie. I've never seen so many of them in my life. And I'm like... Huh. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of my pet peeve. I th I think if you have a one-off ship, then that's how many should be allowed to be on the board or in your squadron at that time. But that's just me. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm not the commissioner of X-wing. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I, it is. It, I mean, it is nice. It, it. I mean, it is always nice to have the thematics work out, right? Um. And I I think and there's a lot of people that play, that play the game because of the thematics of it and because they want to. You know feel like they're in an actual star wars space battle so you know that stuff that stuff can be important so it's you know it's i i agree with you it is it is weird seeing a bunch of them out there because i've watched the show so you know i kind of know that it's like this one-off kind of piece of junk space fighter that they uh have kind of coaxed into working so it's it is you know it is a little weird thinking of seven of them or six or seven of them out there <laughs> sure and, and it it's, seems it's just like it's like the Phantom, you know. I, I love that attack shovel, um, mm -hmm. and I would use it more if I was allowed to. Yeah. But I can't find another uh, uh, 1.0 Ghost to buy that has another. You know, I, I have one. Yeah. And uh, and for any of those interested out there, if you'd like to send me one, <laughs> contact me at. <laughs> BR549. Uh, check, check, check your uh, comments later, see if anyone got that joke. Okay. Um, <clears throat> we'll just say hee haw and we'll just go from there. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, uh, sure, everybody has their favorite. I, I'm sure there, there, there's a squadron of five A wings that shows up somewhere. Maybe I just didn't see the could didn't have a chance to count them all, uh, but I sure can tell you I've seen a bajillion Tie Fighters. Yeah, not a bajillion Tie Advances, Tie X Ones, V Ones, Defenders. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but right. I've seen a lot of Tie Fighters. Yeah, I think I think what you say about the Fireball is uh, you know it's particularly on point, you know. Because it's yeah, it's not even just that we haven't seen it. It's literally there is just one, right? It's a custom built. Yeah. What do they call those ships that they build in the show? I don't. Know, I haven't done actually watched it. There's a name for them, isn't it? 
Uglies um, or something? Is that no, a different thing? Ug- uglies is a different thing. Yeah, different Uglies, thing. that's a thing that's been else. around since the old EU canon where pirates would basically take, go to junkyards and put together pieces of Y-wings and X-wings and TIE fighters and smash them together to make working ships. Um, yeah, so in my mind, I'd somehow completed those two. But yeah, I mean, it's not like they haven't had ships that don't have generics before, right? Like mm-hmm. the attack shuttle and the pod, right? And, you know, there is theoretically a design space where you could you could have a mechanic that just makes ships unique, right? Ship chassis unique where you can only take one of a squad. Now, they wouldn't be able to sell as many, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, 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 I see that, what you're saying. Yeah, and not every one of us have has a uh, has a, a source of uh, income from devoted fans that let you go ahead and merge and, <laughs> yeah. and buy all the ships if you want. Uh, I have a I have three friends from Bloomington. Well, actually, two friends. I'm not even sure if I can call them friends anymore. There are two people from Bloomington and a person from South Korea now that started the Uncle Mark fan fan page on, yeah. on uh, uh, Facebook. Which I'm, I I was the 69th member to that, by the way. <laughs> and I believe you wanted that to be I wanted it. I wanted point, it to be right? cut off right there. Was... I, I think we're at 73, I uh, think. Damn but, it. Um, you know, uh, and, you know, I've absolutely forgot what I... Sometimes is a horrible disease. I was going, we're going somewhere with this. Oh, I'm sorry to cut you off. You, 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 had, just, the, you, you had the a couple of uh, guys that started the fan club, right? Yeah, okay. Well, it'll 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 slink, slink back in here later, and I'll interrupt you with that's the fine. rest of my Yeah, that's, that's fine. This coach is used to this. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. So, um, all right. So, looking at some of these other store champs, um, you know, there's you're, – you're still seeing – you're seeing a lot of um, – you're definitely still seeing a lot of uh, scum, right? So, oh, yeah. you know, we've got, you know, you've got, uh, you know, like, here's a bounty hunter, uh, double bounty hunter list um, that made the top eight at a store champ. And Boba Fenn is making a, making a big show. Yeah, Boba Fenn's just kind of like, feels like it's kind of everywhere. Um, here's, a, a, oh, Paul Heaver, who won a, a store champ with Boba and Azellus. Um Really, and Paul Heaver can win games. Yeah, right. <laughs> Crazy. So, what was his bid on that? Oh, I don't. I'd have to pull up the exact list. It was Bobo with Maul, uh, seismic charges, contraband, cybernetics, hull upgrades, slave one. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's Boba Nomlum, Nomlum and Azelis. So it's a three ship. It's the three ship build. Um, somebody else in Europe did a Boba Nomlum, Nomlum and uh, Fen build. So it looks like he took Fen down to a zealous recruit so he could get more um, tr- more stuff onto Boba and Namwa. Back onto Boba, yeah. yeah. No, I like that. I mean, we've talked before about how just how good zealous recruits are. And when I was flying, so I briefly, I cannot claim to be an expert, I briefly flew four Fangs uh, over the summer. And um, in my experience, you know, don't get me wrong, I love rolling five tack dice. Um, but, you know, you get you know, a huge percentage of the value of Fen in a zealous, you know, you know, and, and it's better in some niche circumstances. So, I mean, they're fantastic. I've been flying a, a a list with a couple of zealous recruits in it right now. And those two I ones, um, with their repositioning and the ability to, you know, either boost or barrel roll, 
they're fast. Um, they, and the, and that range one ability, the the um, the uh, Concordia faceoff ability is fantastic. They are fantastic blockers, um, and you're not afraid to block with them. That's probably one of the best things about it, is that because sometimes you're a little afraid to block with some ships because if you miss, you might just end up in range one and getting blown off the face of the map. So you feel a lot more confidence going in there with that face-off ability on them. And uh, I, they're, I think they're fantastic little ships and that dropping them down to that 41 price point, I think was, um, it's a great, I think it's a pretty, I think it's a pretty good price point for them. Uh, it keeps them, it keeps you from being able to run five. Cause I think that would be, that might be a little broken, but uh, you know, being able to have the four, uh, a cup, being able to put them in a little as fillers in some of these lists, I think is, is fantastic. I think you mean Concordia totally not a face-off, Stephen. Oh, but yes. I know. I know. It's, uh, yeah, it's no longer actually a face-off, but you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, you know, and I'm not downplaying Fenn. Obviously, he's a he's a good he has a yeah. great pilot ability, and you know, you know, high you know initiative six is huge, especially in the current meta. But when you think, okay, 41 points to 68 points, right? Yeah. Um, it does seem like a big difference. Yeah. I mean, it's a big jump just from uh, just from the uh, the zealous recruits up to the um, skull squadrons, which are like because are they're forty seven, so you're paying six points extra for the just to go from a one to a four. You do gain you know you gain the talent slot, so but then you want to run fearless on them, so now you're up to fifty. So it, it's you know it's one of those things like as soon as you put a skull squadron on there, you like it's like oh man, now I really want to get fearless in there. And the other thing is because they're fours, now all of a sudden they're not really the blockers that the zealous are. Um, so they, they almost feel like more like mini aces at that point, but, um, uh, it, it is amazing kind of the difference in the levels between the zealous recruits up to the skulls, up to Fen, you know, it, it, it changes the ship a lot and how you fly it. But, um, I hate them. You hate them? Yeah, I hate them. <laughs> I want them out at range three so I can shoot, shoot through a rock and kill them. Yeah. <laughs> get them get them dead right <laughs> yeah uh, if you're trying to kill them with y wings i mean good luck yeah okay <laughs> adepticon three years ago uh-huh uncle mark I, I, you probably can't believe what i was running but i was running four y wings with tlts and two of them were carrying seismic charges mm-hmm. and, shocking uh, the first game of the day, I sat down across from a 13-year-old that had two defenders and something else, and he looks at me and he says, I've been away from the game for a while. And my thought was, what, two weeks? What, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what is this? And he, he beat me, which just irritated the hell out of me. Merrick Steele kept, you know, going sliding through my critical my, my damage deck finding every critical hit he wanted to use and you know it sucks to be me but then the next six games i go six and oh and i even won a a dice off uh, <laughs> in round in round six uh it was the the ugliest dice off uh i we killed each other on the last shots of the last turn and so uh he ended up rolling eight dice and I rolled eight dice and I beat him three hits to two hits. Yeah. We, <laughs> nice. We, we laughed about that for an hour just going, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so anyway, 
we go out to dinner after it's all over and, and uh, we're at this pizza place in Chicago and we're all sitting at this long table and, and we've got uh, the Howard brothers and Tyler and some other notable East Coast and a, and a West Coast player all in the middle of the table and they're holding court. And I'm sitting down at the end of the table with a couple of guys from Hangar 19 out of Indiana when uh, Duncan Howard looks down at the end of the table and he says, so, uh, Uncle Mark, I said, yeah. He says, how'd you do today? I said, oh, I'm six and one. I'm, I'm in day two. And the whole table, it was like E.F. Hutton. Everybody just stopped and looked at the end of the table at me like, <laughs> seriously, you're six and one? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, what are you flying? Four Y-wings, TLTs, and seismic charges. <laughs> really? And you're six and one? Yeah. I know. I, had, I don't get it either. First round, I get Jeremy Howard. Oh, yeah. Day two, first round. And, I, and I've got him where I want him. And he parks Finn. Exactly. Range one in the middle of three Y-wings. <laughs> All my TLTs pointing at him, and I can't shoot him because he's at range one of yeah. every one of them. <laughs> I took a picture of it. I yeah. died. Then I lost my next. You know, I was I was done. But yeah, at least I had made it. So yeah, no, I don't like Fen, and and I and I don't like Jump Masters even when they suck. Uh, <laughs> Which but, I'm not yeah. sure they suck anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, I, I'm starting to see see three of them cropping up again. I'm like, uh -huh. oh, this is not good. Yeah, that brings flashbacks, doesn't it? Oh God, we got a Joe <laughs> sighting. <laughs> Joe Is he up. in her house? Yeah, he just walked in. <laughs> I can't plug in a microphone on my own. <laughs> there will be no remote Joe. <laughs> well, welcome, Joe. Howdy. How's everybody? Oh, good. good. So we were, we were just talking about uh, some store champ stuff here. And um, uh, we were just talking about the uh, the Fang a little bit. And Uncle Mark was telling us about his past experience with the Fangs. I liked Fed. I actually played him a lot in 1.0. Um, I still like him now, actually. I probably even like him better. But. Yeah. So, all right. What else we got going on here? Um, here's here's kind of an interesting one. In uh, uh, Imperial List, um, the Planetary Sentinels, um, you know, uh, came in second at uh, the Atomic Empire Store Champ. So, one, two, three, four, five, six uh, Sentinels, uh, two of them with ion bombs and delayed fuses. What so, ship is that even? That's the uh, the striker, the tie striker. Oh. Yeah. So Tyler's flying that list. Is he? Yeah. How was it? What does he think of it? He likes it. Uh, dice variance is a pain in the butt, but uh, yeah, I'm thinking he flew that at Texas. I'm pretty I think sure he, he flew Texas. I think he flew uh, five in Duchess. Right, six strikers. Maybe that's it. I yeah. think you're right. You're right. See, I'm old. I can't remember yesterday. <laughs> Atomic Empire, isn't that where the Crate Cup's going to be in a few weeks here? Yes. Yep, that is the store that the Crate Cup's going to be at. That... See, look at me knowing things. Joe, you, you're remembering things. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I don't remember it. I made it up. <laughs> It's an original thing. I just made up the great cup. It was like the. It was like your. It was like your quiz appearance. You just. You made it up and you somehow yeah, won. All the things I knew about X Wing, I actually learned during the quiz show. <laughs> I just drank enough to forget it until it came back. Yeah. <laughs> I like the fourth list on here. I like the the Lando making a showing. I oh yeah. 
Steve pitched that list to me not that long ago. So we got Lando with a Nian and Luke on there with some stuff, and Braylon just completely naked, like you know, like Kylo Ren in Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. But uh, why is that list good? Are they just I think it should. Go ahead, Dominic. Yeah, I mean, I actually was. I kind of put this together too. I mean, the. I mean, Luke is one of I think one of the stronger hyperspace rebel pieces, and obviously Braylon is still good. And, uh, you know, Lando gets to give out actions. So, you know, you've got a lot of action efficiency with your three ships there. Um, no, I, I mean, I think it's just three of the most, you know, solid pieces in Rebels if you're going to run a three-ship Rebel list. Um, what pilot skill is Braylon? He's a four. He's a four. Yeah, so the thing with him is you're going to, you know, obviously he always wants to be stressed. So generally speaking, what you're going to want to do in this build is – is move him with a blue maneuver to clear stress from the last round and then let uh and then take one action and then let lando come in and give him another action that he can then link into uh the barrel roll to get the to get stressed okay so that's that's probably the ideal setup for Bralin um in this particular list uh and then luke is just good by himself um if if you if you have a moment when you when you can give him an action with Lando, great. Um, but for the most part, I think Lando and Braylon are going to be together, and Luke's going to be more the, the ranger. What does the R4 astromech do? Uh, R4, that's the one that makes the extra blue maneuvers, I believe. Um, makes all the yeah. ones and twos blue. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Onesies, twosies, bluesies. I can remember that. Well, it, rhymes. it decreases <laughs> the difficulty of your, difficulty oh, yeah. of your it, ones and twos. It decreases yes. it. Yes. Yeah. So if you, had a, if you had a blue maneuver, does that make it green again? Can we go back to having green maneuvers? Uh, no, because it's Works not. Works for me. Yeah. <laughs> see, see, we should have Uncle Mark on more Mark, often. Mark, so he's gonna vote with me. Yeah, uh, he'll, he'll, he's got your back, man. <laughs> we'll form an old man voting block. <laughs> no, that's who does he have R four on? Uh, Luke. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So just just to give him some more of uh, you know versatility with his dial, but and he's he's pretty cheap too. I think our our four is only two points, so. Um, I can seize it. Yep. Uh, so yeah, so that's that's a good one, and um, you know, seeing some of these kinds of lists, these uh, these kind of three ship lists pop up a little bit, like we like we just talked about uh, Boba Fen and Namlum, um, and or Boba Namlum and a and a Zealous as being a thing. Um, trying to think what else we have in here. There was one that had. Oh, here's another Boba Fen. At the Perky Nerd that made the top four. Um, it's a place called the Perky Nerd. Yeah, it's in California. They sell coffee too. Yes. Has anyone here yes. been there? Uh, no. Dom, nope. you? You're nope. in California, are you? According to I... TMZ and their unknown uh, sources, that uh, that store really doesn't exist. That's how Ryan Farmer actually won. Oh. Oh, is it? <laughs> That's a pretty good strategy. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I try to avoid going to SoCal. It's a land of darkness and. Uh, and evil things. He's in, uh, he's in TV NorCal. tells me that apparently there's lots of sunshine there. Yeah, it, Dominic's a NorCal guy. Uh, yeah, metaphorical <laughs> darkness. Metaphorical. Oh, okay. He's in the. You. He's he. So to to put this in the Sons of Anarchy term, okay. he would be a Redwood original. Okay. Um, and then I Is guess that tall and stiff. Yes. It's going to be that kind of podcast, is it? <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> How you doing? <clears throat> <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> yes, tall and stiff. Okay, so we had a bunch of store championships. Is that a thing that happened this weekend? There was a number of them, yeah, or at least the, the ones that are at least posted up here. But one, two, three, four. I got four that I found on this fortress um, from over the weekend, at least. Are so. we in store championship season and I missed it? Um, well, I'm going to get to this here in a minute, actually. Maybe this is a good time to go into it. That's what Do we it. call a segue. A segue. So, <laughs> so, yes, we are technically in the middle of store championship season. It was supposed to start at the beginning of January. And uh, the so kits. So we're right on time. So we're right on schedule. So the kits uh, did not go. Nobody had a kit until I think the kits started shipping in late January. I think uh, the first, the first stores that I, I, I saw people posting about receiving their kits was around January twenty eighth or thirtieth, right in that range. There it was when the first kits at all at any store arrived. Okay. So okay, fine and dandy. Um, so now stores have finally started scheduling them and, and hosting them. And you're starting to, you know, obviously they're happening. So great. That's all great. But this is where my gripe comes in. Um, to the best of my knowledge, and I've asked around and uh, I've, I've tried to put a little bit of research into this. I can't find a single store in the state of Florida that has actually received its kit yet. Not a single one. So we don't have ours. So Florida, Florida does not have a kit. To the point that Cool Stuff uh, Waterford um, yep. scheduled their hyperspace event for the 15th. I'm, I'm, I think I'm assuming they scheduled it about a month ago. Okay. And so this past Saturday. Okay. And assuming that they would have the kit in time, didn't have the kit. So they ran the store championship without it. And now they're just going to have to um, get everybody their prizes whenever the kit gets in. So we didn't go to it? I didn't even know. Well, I didn't even know it was happening. I didn't. Dominic told me about it today. I didn't even know that it happened. Dom, did you go to it? I did not. So no. There no actual Florida minute this at all. <laughs> no. There's apparently there's only like ten people, but they really didn't promote it either. Like it, I, the, literally the only place on Facebook I could find it or any talk about it was on their Facebook page, the Water Cool Stuff Waterford Facebook page. Huh. But so that sounds like this is going really, really well. It's going real well so far down here in Florida. So I know there's like, you know, Georgia, for example, I believe they've uh, so far there's like five store championship kits that have arrived in Georgia that are have been um, mostly scheduled at this point. So we're literally there are few enough of them out in the wild that we're tracking individual store championship kits to see like what places have them. Well, I've been tracking Georgia because I might go to one and I might try to go to one in Georgia if if, if Florida just never gets a fucking store champ kit um, because I don't know what the hell's going on. But. And I and I've asked I've asked around I've I've been told that you know oh it's a it's an it's an issue with alliance or I mean I don't nobody knows what the hell is going on or or has given me any sort of answer so wow do you have any store champs scheduled out there in uh, Illinois uh, yeah we're seeing a lot of them starting to hit the hit the web uh, there's two or three up in the Chicago area there's one or two over by Indianapolis uh, this weekend in Springfield Illinois we've got one. Um, I'm, I'm, depending on how my wife's feeling, I'm signed up to attend that one. Uh, if I don't make it, Tyler's my backup to go. Uh, is that where you usually play in uh, Springfield? Is your study? <laughs> uh, I used to play in Peoria um, at a place called Just for Fun. But uh, just because it's called Just for Fun, uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that the, uh, the owners there want to do anything to entice people to come in and play more often. Mm-hmm. So, so they've sort of branched out into fun and then also things that are not fun? 
Possibly. Okay. Well, that's, you know, you got to diversify you know, you, your bonds. You get, you, you get 30 or 40 people to come for a store championship and the store doesn't divvy up any prize support. Yeah. So, that's, yeah. That's a hard one. So, um, I started, uh, I, I work in Springfield and Decatur area. And, uh, uh, there's a store in, in uh, Springfield, Die Hard Games. You guys can pay me later for the ad. Um, <laughs> this guy would run a tournament. There's a little uh, restaurant bar that's next door. So for your 15 bucks, you went next door and had lunch and a, and a beer on him in the middle of the tournament. And then would come back into his store and finish out. And not only was the prize support from the FFG package, but you might get a hundred dollars worth of store credit, or you know he would walk along the walls and just pick stuff off and say, "Here you go, nice. Here you go. Here you go." Uh, I took second in a store championship <clears throat> there one year. It was when uh, uh, Imperial Assault came out. Oh yeah. The guy that won the game got a brand new copy of Imperial Assault. God, I got second, sweet. and literally. I was handed like a decimator. Uh, there was a pack that uh, I can't think which which pack it was, but there was like two or three ships in the pack. And anyway, I ended up with like $130 worth of store <laughs> stuff yeah. from him just going, here, you can have this and you can have this. I'm going, nice. Okay. And the guy that won it goes, I don't think I really won. Yeah, he's like, I, I got a game <laughs> that yeah, I didn't do as well as that. That I don't play yet. <laughs> so, um, but then, then the, the store that's running it is uh, Titan Games out of Springfield. It's part of a three-store chain. And uh, he limited it to, to 24 players. And there's like 15 guys on the waiting list. Oh, wow. Um, and it's a nice store. There's plenty of room to play in. He could have gone bigger if he wanted to, but he wanted to keep it a one-day thing. Four, four rounds cut to the top four. Uh-huh. And you know you can be done by eight o'clock at night. Start at eleven, be done by start at 11, 11 and be done by eight nine o'clock. Yeah. Home yeah. by ten, you know. Yeah, you bring up a good point though with the the prize support for this game in particular, almost any FFG game because it's very, it's weird to come up with prize support for a non-collectible game, right? Yeah. So for the any number of the CCGs I've played over the last 25, 30 years, whatever. I mean, it's easy enough to throw packs your way, you know. If, you yeah. Know, if there's nothing in there you need, you have trade bait, or you know, you, you know, you do it for store credit or something. But it's kind of weird to have to get creative and try to figure out what to do for store for prize support mm-hmm. for a game that's not collectible. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like at some point, like you don't need any more ships. Yeah. You know what I mean? If somebody was like, Steve, here, have a ship for winning, you'd be like, cool, I guess. Yeah. You know well, I mean? there was a there was a there was a couple stores in town that used to do that, where if you won a, a kit tournament, you got a ship. Uh, one of the, a small base ship yeah and it, i i won a few of them and it was getting to the point where i was like oh i don't need that i don't need that i was picking out ships just that i needed more upgrade cards from so like yeah. i think i got extra star vipers just for more auto thrusters and stuff like that <laughs> you know <clears throat> we had a place that one time if you if you were the losing player you got a free small base ship oh yeah oh yeah because yeah, you probably just, needed it <laughs> you know it, well it was just to entice the the the, the, the guys that didn't do well to come back. Yeah. Um, and that seemed to, you know, that was kind of a draw for it too. Yeah. I actually like your idea with the guy that feeds you. That's actually like one of my fondest memories playing Star Wars CCG back in the day was every tournament was on a Saturday. There's 40 or 50 of us and they got us pizza. 
Yeah. Like that was part of your tournament entry. And like the first time I went to a tournament that didn't feed me blew my mind. Because, <laughs> you know, I was, I was 12, 13 years old. I was like, man, I, I don't have any money. Like I can't yeah. drive it. We're going to get food. Like, yeah. what am I supposed to do? They're like, I don't know. Figure it out. I'm like, but, 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 but the other big. You know, big cities, they, they feed me. They give me food. <laughs> did, did you hear what happened in, in Indianapolis a couple of years ago? No. Um, I don't, I can't remember if it was a crossroads or what, but um, the the store provided uh, donuts the first day. And there's like, gosh, there was 90 or 100 of us. But I mean, there were boxes and boxes of donuts. And then later in the afternoon, he came around and said, would anybody want pizza? You know, it'll be like five bucks to kick in and we'll get pizzas. Everybody kicked in. So they basically fed us lunch and, and breakfast. Well, the next day they didn't provide any food, but the guy walks in, he's got a big bag of stuff. Well, it's, it's his lunch and dinner. And some guy walks over and opens it up, starts getting stuff out and eating it. <laughs> oh, what are you doing, man? He says, we finished yesterday. Aren't you feeding us today? And, oh, no. <laughs> and, and you got to be careful with this guy because he's a he's an ex Navy steel. Don't be messing with his don't be messing with yeah. his food, dude. So you can reach out, reach over a hand, pull back a nub. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I will admit, one time when I was doing commentary for one of the streaming tournaments, yeah, they did like get they had. You know, platters from Subway, but they're like hidden in the booth where we were doing it. I was like, "What is this fucking like craft services yeah. table? This is this is too much. You can't you can't do this." Dude, they were taking care of you back there. Man. Oh, they were, man. I felt I felt awful. Like I was like, "You really don't have to do any of it." Literally, all you have to do is put a mic in front of me, and I am pretty much good for the day. I yeah. won't eat. I won't sleep. I'll just get drunk. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm out there and dealing that, with fucking Nim Miranda at two in the morning, wanting to shoot myself in the head. That was not my fault. I didn't bring Nim Miranda. You signed up for the tournament. <laughs> I want to think. I, I think it was two years. It was when they were running the system open, and if you didn't win two of your first three games, you were done. Oh yeah. And uh, I remember walking into the place, and uh, the first guy I see hands me a, a flask. He says, "You got to try this." It was like tw- twelve or eighteen year old uh, Von Levin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm going, that was smooth. Yeah. <laughs> It's nine o'clock in the morning. I got my first game coming up. All right. I walk along and I, my first match is against uh, a, a very popular listener from OCX. And he's got four roses. So we have to have a toast before that game. Oh, yeah. He beats me and we have a toast after that game. I'm going, all right, it's 10:15, and I'm starting to get a buzz on. <laughs> <laughs> my next game, the guy pulls out a flask. We have a toast. I beat him. My third round, I get another OCX guy. I'm like, okay. He beats me. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, well, I'm done. I'm cooked. And I am cooked. And another cooked and walks by, by and he's got some rum or whatnot. And I mean, just Adepticon is just being shit-faced yeah. for, for two days. So I'm sitting there and um, Josh Kiefer comes running up to me. And he says, Uncle Mark. I said, what? He said, you have to go over and help with the pot, with the, the streamcast. I said, that's Gold Squadron. That's Dion. <laughs> you know, he, he doesn't want me over there. <laughs> and they're going, no, no. I said, I got a text that said I needed to go over and help him. I don't want to do it. But then they said, well, were you available? You should go help. 
And I said, well, who sent this text? He says, Coach sent it. I said, okay, first off, it was Coach. Do you believe him? <laughs> he says, no, no, Coach really set you up. Just go over there and introduce yourself. <laughs> so I, I said, all right, you come with me. So we start walking over there. I said, who am I talking to? He says, the guy's name's Johnny. I said, all right. So I, I walked up to where the panels are, and I looked around the corner and said, hey, Johnny. He just looked at me. He didn't even ask me my name. He just handed me a headset. <laughs> he just wanted, he just needed somebody on there with him. <laughs> yeah, he'd, he'd done like three three straight games and was running out of things to say. Yeah. And this was before they had the Telestrator board and everything else. Yeah. So they're into round four. I've got the headset on, and I am being totally NPR. Soft, soothing tones as we discuss the game. You're doing your best, Terry <laughs> Gross. Velvet fog. I, no. And today we're having Pete Schweddy and his sweaty balls. Uh, so, so I'm sitting there, and I know Dion has no idea that I'm I'm behind him because he, we're, I can see him between the monitors, but I know he can't see who's back there with Johnny. He gets done comes comes walking around the corner and our eyes meet <laughs> and that poor hispanic man turned pale <laughs> and he he walks up and he looks at jerry says what are you doing what are you doing and i said I said don't it's okay pure pure npr dude i got you covered <laughs> he's like, I, 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 I. and he just walked away well i went ahead and finished out the three game series but for that nice and uh we got done and literally i've got i got people walking in front of me flipping me off and you know making <laughs> a lot of suggestive signs handing me okay is pbr a thing with you guys down in florida it is for joe it is for me because i'm originally from up north so okay wait a minute guys i'm yeah. i'm 63 three years old and pbr was piss water it still is. <laughs> it, it still is. And yeah. I'm like, you people like this? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's my favorite really? piss water. It's the only It's the only one canned in Union-made cans. There you go. And it, it would have been sometime in the 1800s. We're just not going to go there, there okay? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've had Schlitz. I've had Stag. I've had Falstaff. Listen, I'll I'm still from drink. where they make Genesee. I will drink any of those before I'll touch another PBR. Thank you. <laughs> <clears throat> so anyway, by the end of that sixth round, I started to get up and went to immediate stagger. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, my legs are just asleep. And, and my son comes over and says, are you okay? I said, no, there's no, no well, chance I'm okay. Not doing good. <laughs> I'm hammered. <laughs> So yeah, I understand about when you're doing doing the the streaming, you can get highly inebriated pretty quick, especially when you have adoring fans. Yes. Or not adoring fans, just people that want to see you slurring <laughs> on. It's two dangerous things when you're trying to get drunk. People hoping you succeed and people hoping you fail. Yeah. <laughs> Either and, one is equally and they're dangerous. Both giving you booze. Or, yeah. Or or succeed really well or fail yeah. really well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is the Florida Man show. Oh no, we're no, man. no. This is this, this is how Florida Man. This operates is why this is why fine. I wanted you on. I wanted I wanted some Uncle Mark stories, man. <laughs> I do you remember specifically traveling to a tournament in Florida? Do you remember going to the Critical Hit Regional? Uh, no, I didn't go to that one. Oh, do you remember not going to it? <laughs> I I very much remember not going to it. Yes, I remember going to that one, and like I did the thing they always do, where they wake me up in the middle of the night and they throw me in the car. 
Yeah. And they drive and I sleep yes. and I don't prepare at all for the tournament. Yes. But I remember getting there and being like, well, we're going to be at this thing all day. We need to get, you know, provisions for the day. So I went over to like the local Publix over there. Yeah. Because I'd been asleep in the car for several hours and I didn't realize it. So I went to go buy a beer and I brought it to the lady at the checkout and she was like, Sir, you know it's only seven thirty in the morning. <laughs> I was like, you know, I did not, but there's one of those very much "Am I the asshole?" moments. <laughs> it's like I guess I'll be back in, in, in and like I, I when can I come yeah, back? Like, an hour, an hour and a half. What I only know when you can stop buying booze, not when you can start buying it again. I, yeah, I don't like, I'm not sure when it starts. I mean, that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Well, to go back to the earlier topic of just like the uh, what was the topic? prize support? Oh, prize support. Yeah, yeah that's right. Support. I tried to segue into that. Um, well, it was funny. Well, because because Mark, you mentioned earlier the getting um, you were at that tournament when uh, Imperial Assault came out and the and the winner got an Imperial Assault kit. I think we were at it was the 2015 Atlanta Regional. Um, they did the same thing because I think Imperial Assault and Armada came out at roughly the same time. Yeah. yeah. And they gave uh, the winner, the winner and the and the runner up, I think, got uh, to got one got Imperial Assault and one got Armada, They're like the core sets or whatever. But that was at that store that doesn't exist anymore. Uh, FCB. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. The last time I received gaming like product for prize support for doing X-Wing mm-hmm. was actually also at the time when I commentated and I received a copy of my little side. Yeah. <laughs> and I love it to this day. I play it all the time. Yeah. There you go. It's a hell of a game. Hell of a game. <laughs> what was that? What game was that? Uh, it's the My Little version of uh, Scythe. Oh, okay. Okay. It's actually pretty darn good. It's every bit as fun as Scythe. It's only like 45 minutes to a couple hours. Mm. Good times. I like it. Well, see, I, I come from the, the old school that if, if the game doesn't take at least four hours to set up and a month and a half to play, why play it? Yeah. Uh, you know, what's it worth I mean, right? you whip out in half an hour 45 minutes i mean come on that's not a game i can't wait to get back to that point because i used to do that we used to do that all the time we were talking about this the other day because we used to do that all the time back oh. when we had roommates well, like the wow board game well yeah like when we were younger and we just had roommates that were in the house you know yeah. if you left to sit up you know your opponents <clears> were still there the next day but like we used to play like the world of warcraft board game honestly takes about 14 hours to play yeah i mean it is almost that bad we we played advanced squad leader and you still have the binder, and literally had five miles of river front to scale. That's that's two conference tables end to end. With let's see, three boards on. So it was seven boards wide, <laughs> and so you had army group north, army group center, and army group south. <laughs> That was like our disastrous game of Robo Rally where we bought two sets of it and did nine different boards. <laughs> <laughs> and we were drinking, so by the end we couldn't we could neither walk a straight line nor make our robot move in a straight line. Yeah. yeah. We've we've also done dual Twilight Imperium. Oh god. Where, where the black holes go to the other galaxy. Oh. That sounds amazing. It does. We played in a with fashion. Uh, it was eight, eight players and one guy parked literally every cruiser he could build at the entrance to one black hole. Says, "Come on over, boys. <laughs> Let's see what happens. We'll just find out." <laughs> so, and all right, that, well, and that was version one, where, where you got to vote boxes. on things. Oh man, 
All right, I well, have I think more for, votes. You can't make any carriers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're going to take a take a break. We're going to hit the halftime and uh, see what's going on with the Florida News Desk. We'll be back. And we're here with uh, Duncan Howard from uh, Baltimore, Maryland. And in other news, uh, Naked Florida Man starts house fire after baking grill uh, baking cookies on the George Foreman Grill. Firefighters and police officers in Niceville, Florida, not very nice, uh, won't soon forget the night they responded to a house fire caused by a naked man attempting to bake cookies on the George Foreman Grill. Firefighters received a report of a house fire in Date Palm Drive around midnight on September 12th. Uh, when they arrived, an unclothed man opened the door, told firefighters, I'm sorry, and then shut the door. The police arrived a short time after, and then the man opened the door, left it open. As uh, officers made their way through the house, they saw several items on fire. <laughs> Authorities removed him from the home when he did not seem to have any concern for his own safety. Police said the man confessed and had drunk two liters of vodka. I'm not sure what that is in freedom units, but it's a lot. And had been smoking marijuana since 9 p.m. The man had attempted to extinguish the flames by tr placing towels over them. However, the towels he used were dry and they too caught fire. The man did not suffer any injuries. Again, this is Duncan Howard signing off. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the second half of Florida Man Plays X-Wing. And uh, actually, we forgot to do it in the first half, and Joe wasn't here, so we're going to do it now. Um, beers. Joe, what are you drinking? I'm, uh, I'm drinking a Heavenly Body Golden Wheat from uh, Wellbeing Brewery. It is quite tasty. Nice. It is wheaty. Wee tea. Um, I have a Maduro Brown Ale from Cigar City Brewing um, in Tampa. This is one of my, this is one of my favorite Florida brews. Um, Dominic, what do you got? Tampa represent. Uh, I'm actually drinking uh, a uh, beer from Holland, a Holland brand 1839 lager beer. Ah, nice. That sounds good. How is it? Yeah, it's uh it's actually kind of hot and humid out here right now because it's Florida, and so a nice crisp uh, lager is doing the trick. Yeah. I like it. I endorse it. Uncle Mark, what do you got going on? Well, uh, tonight I'm having the original Big Brother hard root beer purchased at Aldi's. There you go. Aldi's is fun. It's a fun a little A lot of hot stuff there. Yeah. They just... Uh, I, I guess they started opening in Jacksonville a couple, like, what, two years ago now? Yeah, two, three years. Yeah, there's a couple of them in town now. There's one right by the right by my house, so. You used to work in one. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I did. I worked in a, I worked in a CompUSA, and uh, I worked at CompUSA until it got shut down. And uh, the, 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 the location that was my former CompUSA turned into an Aldi's, so. <laughs> you should go in there and be like, I used to work here. Yeah. I used to stand right there at that cash yep. register. <laughs> so, um, all right. Well, that's the beers. Um, all right. Uncle Mark, we wanted to give you uh, some time uh, to rant away if you have anything pressing or anything on your mind since you haven't been podcasting for a while. So uh, we're going to give you give you give you your free space here. This is this is your time. <laughs> well, thank you. A <laughs> um, couple of a couple of ideas that uh, I've been running through my head for well, a couple of years now is um, we were toying with the idea of having a graybeard cup. And uh, the idea behind that was very similar to the uh, uh, Professional Golfers Association Senior Tour. Yep. 
the requirement was to be 50 years and older unless you have a, a son that, son or daughter that's highly competitive in X-Wing. So like Kevin Heidi at 45 could be grandfathered in. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, started to get a little bit of uh, a groundswell of interest on that. And uh, so I finally started reaching out to some people and uh, actually have a sponsor uh, oh, wow. for prize support and for uh, casting. Uh, the only problem is that I, I tried to make it happen a little too late for Adepticon this year. Mm -hmm. So maybe next year we'll get it off the ground. Uh, I'm, I'm looking for uh, eight willing uh, senior members that would like to, to meet like, oh, on a well, I don't know when it'll happen now, but I, I had originally thought on a Thursday evening, play three rounds. Uh, the person that goes three and oh, uh, would win the coveted Greybeard beard title and cup nice uh, the uh the sponsor is uh uh recon tokens and recon uh specialist tv mm -hmm. uh, that we're going to uh, provide prize support and the like and you know it, it may get legs maybe we can get this off the ground next year uh surprise i've had surprising support from some uh, members from Col uh, uh, california and some east coasters uh, as well as, uh, well, you know, everywhere uh, that, that the older guys are, are involved in. And, you know, sometimes we'd like to win something, too. <laughs> I, uh, I know that uh, uh, Gordon, Gordon Berg just turned 50, so he uh -huh. was excited. Oh, man, he can, he's in it. Yeah, he, he, he would make the cut. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, some people have, have asked me how... Uh, how uh, after OCX is going and and it's been interesting, uh, you know, uh, I've just, I've been on a couple of shows here uh, in the past couple of months, but uh, it's been quiet and kind of like it. I haven't been to any events uh, this year, uh, but I, I see the notifications and of course we've we've seen Ryan Farmer's uh, uh, victory lap. Yep. <laughs> he posted a video and everything. <laughs> yeah, I saw did that. Did you do a literal victory lap? Uh, it wasn't a lap so much as him yelling about how he won with, with a bunch of fireballs at a store champ. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, Coach, is, Coach is doing fine. Uh, don't think Coach is missing podcasting because he's heavily involved in the uh, Wolfnet Radio podcast. Mm. Uh, this is a Battletech uh, group that they're... Uh, Doing a great deal of stuff. They have a uh, they have a regiment of uh, players, full regiment. I mean, it's I think they're at 137 people on the roster. Oh wow! And they actually set up uh, set up uh, missions. They run it on Mega Mech uh, platform. They run a tabletop simulator platform. Yeah. And face to face games. They they play Alpha Strike as well as uh, classic BattleTech. Uh, uh, of course, Chico, Chico's Chico, Chico's being family man, and and uh, uh, occasionally will answer a rules question. Uh, yeah, but uh, you know he's been pretty quiet. Of course, he sits there with Cryodex, waiting for the next great uh, great thing since sliced bread to crash and burn, so that he can come to the rescue. Save the day. Yeah, save the day. <laughs> uh, let's see, who else of note would anyone care to know about? 
Oh, wait a minute. Uh, we had this one insignificant guy. He was like the Ace of Legends or something. Uh, whatever it was. Uh, Ryan Stanis something or other. Stan on top. Stan on top. I think we had him on the show. Yeah, he's been on yeah. the show. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I know him. No, I only know actually people that have been on the show. He's, uh, you know, apparently he is, uh, I don't know, been recruited or brainwashed or something, but he, he does things with the uh, Gold Squad podcast now whatever rumor has it and uh, i i i find it uh uh highly uh <clears throat> i just don't like it okay <laughs> i just don't like it about it okay it's I just, just you know like it. it just well it just you know after after having been on ocx he went from from probably the like the wildest x-wing podcast to the tamest i mean it's well we, we just called them out did we just uh huh is Gold Squadron really the tamest? One? Oh, pod, oh, well, Gold Squadron's known for being the the, the tamest of the uh, of the it's X-Wing. The it's somebody the most polite. Put a, somebody put a matrix up one day, and it was like uh, lawful good, lawful neutral, lawful evil. Anyway, yeah. CX fell into chaotic drunk. Yes, <laughs> and 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 we were fine with that. And, yeah, uh, and and why uh, why uh, Ryan would uh, allow himself to to cast off the alcoholism that is known for OCX <laughs> to to be with the NPR well no because I think what is it Twin Cities Radio what is it T, TCX T, Radio TCX I, th- I think yeah I think they're NPR okay but but uh, Dion and crew is real close second <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're 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 like uh, uh, I, guess, I don't know I guess you got NPR maybe PBS? Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, like front lines? I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> I, I, think, I think OCX was almost the Fox version of, of whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel so, like OCX was more like the MTV Spring Break. Like, sure. Like, sure. Remember MTV Spring Break in the 90s? Yes. Yeah, that's kind of what, what OCX felt like to me. <laughs> I actually remember the 90s. Don't ask me about the 80s, okay? <laughs> Um, anyway, but I don't, I don't have, I don't have a really good rant for you because I haven't been subjected to idiots, uh, lately. Oh man. Uh, uh, and by you can idiots, actually just I do mean, like a, a how to on how to avoid them. Like if you're not you being subjected you, to idiots, I, you, you can't avoid them. They're everywhere. Um, just because uh, you get into any gaming situation, somebody has got to stand there and tell you just how amazing they are uh, for, you know, like an hour. Uh, <laughs> even, even if you walk away from them, they trail with you. <laughs> and and uh, you, you, you know, you try to be polite. Um, and then you have to be not polite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, what coach coach always claimed he wanted to be x-wing famous yeah and and we're not sure if he ever attained it or not i think he did (laughs) but but at worlds worlds maybe it was gen con last year i'm standing there and, and for some reason we put a pod together to play to to try to uh farm some tickets and um it was all podcasters. It was crazy. I, I looked up, well, we got Ryan Farmer and we got Chris Allen and there's Tyler Tippett and there's me. And 
and I think out of the eight, seven, seven podcasters were playing. Yeah. And while I'm playing, all of a sudden, I just felt like there's somebody around, and I looked over my, my right shoulder, and there's this guy standing there, and just standing there, not saying anything, not moving, just standing there. And I turned around and said, hello, and he goes, excuse me. I said, yeah, and he goes, are you Uncle Mark? I said, do I owe you money? <laughs> he goes, no. I said, yeah, I'm Uncle Mark. <laughs> are you he about said, to serve me papers? <laughs> <laughs> but he, he said, I heard your voice over there, and I had to come over. I just wanted to say hi. And and that's that's a nice thing. Yeah. It's, it's the guy that comes up and says, hey, you're Uncle Mark, aren't you? I said, yeah. He says, you know White Wings suck? Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. This sure. is... This is uh, I have to go now. Uh, I have uh, I have uh, arrangements made that I have to go speak to people that are like sane uh, over here. And it's it's those guys, you know. Yeah. That, uh, uh, I I make no illusions that I am good at this game. I'm an average player at best. Sometimes I have a good run. Uh, it's my inability to try something different because I don't get a lot of actual game time. Yeah. And so I will stick with something that I know how to fly. And sometimes you run into that, that you get that one draw in the tournament where you avoid all the meta. Yeah. And you get the schlocks and you just eat them for like toast. And, 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 and then you get your reputation built. Um, literally the very first tournament that I played in major tournament and that was in uh, 2013 at, at Gen Con it was the Thursday warm-up game that was the place I met uh, coach met Jerry Allen uh, who was grumpier than me at the time yeah I miss um, Jerry by the way that was, Jerry was a great guy <laughs> oh he uh, Tyler just uh, shared a room with him at in uh, uh, Texas yeah um, but anyway um, I was flying four Y-Wings and had uh, had the, uh, not the TLT, but the, help me out, fellas. Oh, the... Um, oh, you're asking me? Uh, ion cannons? <laughs> or ion, ion turns? Cannons. And, and this was before I, you know, everybody now knows how to fly in formation and do this. This, back then, no. You put your ships on the board and you went after things. Yeah. In that tournament, I walked a fire spray and two Millennium Falcons off the board. <laughs> and the word got out. Oh my God, there's a four five, four wide wing build <laughs> that walks big ships off the board. <laughs> I think I went 0-7 for the tournament. But boy, yeah. I'd, I'd put my ships out there and everybody go, You had fun doing it. <gasps> Those are the four wide wings. Yes, they are. <laughs> anyway, not much of a rant. But let's go back to our regularly scheduled the show here all right well thanks uncle mark i just uncle mark out uncle mark out appreciate the uh the update and uh obviously great having you on on the air again we, we i miss i miss ocx so i i uh i'm enjoying having you here at the moment i, I miss the technical issues yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was gonna say you haven't dropped out once tonight i was i was gonna say i'm, I'm proud of you but i probably jinxed it but <laughs> Well, I it, 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 uh, about <laughs> so um, 
All right. Well, the other thing uh, we were going to uh, touch on briefly here was uh, Asmodee had an announcement today um, that they are changing their parts replacement program. Uh, so basically, they're kind of getting rid of the uh, the, the parts parts replacement program that we know and love. Um, from uh, th that, I, I I don't know if have you have you guys ever used the the old FFG parts replacement program before? I've never had to. Um, I, I've actually, I actually used it, I think really, I think one, one time, but, um, it was basically, you know, if you bought a ship or whatever, and it, and it came with, uh, missing parts or faulty parts or whatever, um, you just call them up or email them or whatever and, and tell them what the problem was. And they, uh, and they sent you a new piece. Um, and it was really quick and easy and simple and, and great. And it was it was actually um, they had fantastic customer service um, and it was actually really awesome. And um, a lot of people uh, used it quite a bit. So uh, they unfortunately seem to be pretty much doing away with it. So um, basically, uh, the article here on Asmodee USA's website reads, as of February 18th, 2020, if a game is purchased in the US that has damaged or missing components, please return to where you originally bought the game for assistance. For further information on this process and more, please see the contact information below. So basically they have a little Q&A here about all the different places you might possibly buy one of their products from. And it really, in, in every single one of them says, contact that place that you bought it <laughs> to deal with it. <laughs> So the, uh, you know, anybody who had a request in the system prior to today will still get that fulfilled. But uh, going forward, no more parts replacement program. Um, it's all got to go through just just returning your stuff, which then you start running. Then you obviously you run into the whole, um, you know, how long do you have to return an item? So, you know, some all the different return policies different stores have. And, you know, you can't. Uh, buy a ship, leave it in the box for two months. And then when you open it, realize it's got uh, a broken peg or something that you need to get replaced. And um, at that point, you're probably just out of luck, depending on the return policy, whatever store you bought it from. So, um, you know, uh, you know, Asmodee had had the layoffs earlier, um, right at the end of the year or early in January. And um, now they got this going on. So obviously cutbacks, uh, Destiny being canceled there. You know, a lot of stuff going on with uh, with Asmodee right now. Um, uh, the interactive uh, FFG interactive is pretty much is dead. Um, the uh, which I don't know. I think they had like one thing out they were doing with that. I don't, I don't think they got as far with that as they had planned. But um, you know, the uh, you know Wade Pichet, um, uh got laid off. Uh, who was obviously in charge of um, you know he worked on all the tournament kits and. You know, with our current issue in Florida, with not having any store champ kits, it's like <laughs> that seems like a questionable decision. But um, not that he obviously had not He probably designed the kit before he got obviously before he got uh, let go. But um, and Wade was obviously it was pretty much the face of, of X Wing as far as we were concerned. Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah he was one of the most kind of um, recognizable he, recognizable part parts of the community um, from FFG for, as an actual employee. But yeah, so it was, you know, obviously that, that, I think, you know, losing Wade in a lot of ways is, is kind of a blow to the community, at least losing him from FFG perspective. Um, now, I know he went to uh, he got flown out to Vegas for LVO um, and was in, uh, helping Dion out with 
commentary and stuff like that. So he's, you know, he's still around, but, uh, and he's got his own projects that he's working on now too. So, but, but yeah, so it was, uh, you know, obviously a ton of changes with Asmodee. I, I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, I'm just sitting here hoping that they don't complete X-Wing. <laughs> like, I don't think they will, but like, I don't know. What do you, where are you guys at on that? I think if, if they shut down, if they shut down like FFG or the parent company of this of the underwriting company the uh, that owns FFG or whatnot if they sell this thing and that and it abruptly comes to an end I think the fan support for the game itself look at crate cup yeah you know uh, okay this is a good idea to have a points change every six months who's not to say that a group get together maybe random poll or a random vote and say hey these 12 guys get together and, and you set the points for the next six months you know mm -hmm. I, I can i can see the fan support doing something like that oh yeah i, I mean they're already starting uh, starting up a fan run thing for destiny and i think the i think the uh i think the x-wing uh, community is is probably probably a little bigger and more rapid than that even so uh, you well, know i think look at look at the netrunner yeah, uh, that game is still as popular, uh, you know, as 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 it was, and it's all fan driven now itself. Yeah, well, that one always that one always really boggled my mind a little bit. That game was massively popular. I mean, it it was just as big participation wise as X Wing back in like 2014, 2015. Yep. And then it just like died like really quickly. Well, like it, they lost the right to to the the. Uh, uh, what is it, the, the trademark? Oh, the IP? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, that, that one was kind of a surprising one uh, when it went, when it went down, so. And that game could turn you sideways in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, Asmodee is just, uh, this is one of those things and, you know, you, you see these corporations, these, these larger corporations, you know, take over and um, FFG got swallowed up by Asmodee, I don't know, what, four years ago now? However long ago it was. Yeah, 2014. Yeah. And, you know, it's just kind of, you know, they've slowly done this kind of stuff. And while it's picking, it seems to be picking up speed now. And I, I think there's, uh, I think I've heard rumors that, you know, Asmodee itself is up for sale. Um, and a lot of this probably has to do with preparing for that sale, I would, uh, I would imagine. But... You know, I don't know. It's just I hate this. You hate to see stuff like this with a company like like FFG that I think was doing pretty damn good on its own before <laughs> before Asmodee came along. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I don't know. But uh, oh, well, such is life. Um, hopefully things will continue on uh, for X-Wing at least. And uh, hopefully they'll figure out what the hell's going on with their releases and get things back on track as far as timing and that kind of stuff goes because i think that's hurting them at the moment um obviously it's you know huge issue with destiny um they finally announced the, re the release date for the last set for destiny that people have been waiting on for like uh, eight months or something so <laughs> um so yeah so it's it, yeah i don't know i, I hate this hate to see stuff like this with the uh, companies companies you love so 
Well, I was a I was a huge uh, Avalon Hill and a huge FASFA fan, and uh, uh, Hasbro bought out uh, Avalon Hill in like two thousand. Yeah. And FASFA closed its doors shortly thereafter, and uh, Jordan Wiseman went out to Seattle. Uh, and of course, I can't think of the name of the game company because I don't buy anything from them. Uh, but anyway, uh, Battletech went away and then came back as Click Tech mm-hmm. and then came back as Classic Battletech, then came back as Alpha Strike. Yeah. Um, you know, and the only reason Hasbro brought a- bought Avalon Hill wasn't for the games, it was just for the titles. Yeah. And, uh, um, Oh, Kurt Schilling, the pitcher, the pitcher Kurt Schilling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, huge, huge gamer. Yeah, uh, yeah. He owns like a video game company or something. Well, he owns MMP, Multiman Publishing. Uh huh. And they are the ones that continued to produce the uh, uh, Advanced Squad Leader title, and they've also picked up. They have have taken control of several of the Avalon Hill titles and have rebooted many of their classic games. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's a small company, and it had a video side of it too that that went under. But uh, you know that's that's that was somebody that whose love for the game and had the money. Yeah. Uh, said, hey, you know, give me a chance to fix this. I don't know who could fix X Wing. I don't know who could pick up X Wing. Yeah. And and go with it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean. It's hard to say. I mean, you just the way like if something were to happen to FFG or or Asmodee, you know, whatever happens in the future. But if something were to happen, you have to think Hasbro might take a shot at it since they already own the other half, essentially, of the of the Star Wars board gaming license. Right. Um, So, you know, you would think that maybe you would think maybe maybe Hasbro would take a shot at it because don't they don't they also own Watsi uh, Watsi right now? Oh, maybe who? Uh, Wizards oh. of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast, yeah, yes. yeah. So you know, I could see Hasbro taking the run at it, kind of putting the whole Star Wars IP together under under their roof, and then possibly throwing something like X Wing in with. Um, or doing some uh, some similar type of game, uh, you know, under the what Wizard of the Coast banner, um, you know, again, all conjecture, but that's that that would be kind of my uh, predict- prediction. I would, I, I guess, if something were to happen Great. to FFG. Click Star Wars, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, I think there's a lot of a lot of options there, but the X Wing system um, is is fantastic, and I think anybody. You know, it, it, the system, the, the the system of flight and 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 how the game functions, I think, will continue to exist in probably many, in a lot of different forms at some point down the line. You know, because um, from different companies. But well, just go look in your game room and see how much of extras of everything you have. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. the game doesn't die. Oh yeah, yeah. It dies due to lack of participation. Yeah. Everybody has multiples of everything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, oh, obviously, you know, the community is going to be around, and I and I think it would be something that would last forever. And 
you know, you still see, you still have people out there playing Star Wars CCG. Um, I think they still have like an annual like Worlds tournament um, that they do. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, this this stuff, it, it lives as much as the community wants it to live. And I, I, I don't see it going away anytime soon. It, you just hope that something doesn't happen to the official side of it, which um, is, you know, part of what makes it special at the moment is, uh, is, is all the great official support that we are getting with system opens and worlds and Gen Con and nationals and um, all these different tournaments that, you know, FFG is producing for us at the moment. So that's, that's what I really just don't want to lose. So, yeah, and I think, you know, this is kind of just an opportunity, regardless of what happens, right? Like hopefully things stay more or less the same on the, the OP, you know, design side of things with, with FFG, but to realize, you know, as much as we complain about FFG, I'm like, don't get me wrong, I'm annoyed that we don't have our uh, store champ kits and whatever, right? Yeah. Um, that they did have this program for so long, right? Return, you know, the, the parts replacement program. Yeah. And that they, they do run, you know, they do, you know, have so much, really quite a lot when you think about it as far as official prize support for a game, right? Yeah. Um, so, no, I mean, I, it's something to be, uh, to, to sort of put in perspective. Yeah. Yep. So, all right. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up for the, for this evening. Um, anybody, uh, uncle Mark, you got any shout outs you want to give while, uh, while you got the opportunity? Uh, I want to shout out my wife. Get, get better, hon. Yeah. Uh, shout out, uh, you know, the, uh, Titan games in Springfield this weekend. And I want to shout out you guys for inviting me on and letting me have a, uh, a fun couple hours here doing something that I really enjoy doing and uh, I'm going to shout out Gordon the worst because I haven't been able to bother him in two months <laughs> <laughs> Gordon you're the worst <laughs> he is <laughs> um, yeah I definitely want to thank you for coming on uh, Mark I know um, some some people listening may know or may not know but your wife just got out of the hospital so you know, uh, we kind of set this up a, a couple weeks ago or a week and a half ago or so before before she um, got sick and and then she ended up in the hospital and then she got out today and, and you ended up still coming on and making it. So we really appreciate that. And uh, we want to wish her all the best and, you know, a fast, healthy recovery. So um, to to you and your family. So. All right, Dominic, you got anything? No, I'm good. All right. <laughs> I'm good. All right, I'm gonna make uh, my my my. Uh, uh, we got we're in CAC season, so I'm gonna make my 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 weekly uh, plead for everybody to go to TwinSonsCharities.org and pick up your campaign against cancer tickets. Um, you know, you've all heard my rant about it at this point. It's a fantastic event. You should you should come, go buy a ticket, find your closest one, and go. So that's and what I got. Send, and send Chad Huffle as much junk as you can yeah yeah it's just and send them whatever you got as, clear out your drawers as much grief as you can yeah <laughs> all right so all right well that'll do it ready guys dials down bottoms, bottoms up. up okay <laughs>